place where we unpack all things related to mothering. This is a community where we aim to create a comfortable space that allows for active discussion without judgment. Find us at thecuriousmother.com and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at thecuriousmother. Welcome back to The Curious Mother. I'm Kristen Daly. I'm Melissa Miller. And Melissa, I'm going to I'm gonna hijack a little. Um, I want to try to run a puzzle past you. Okay. So I have a girlfriend who on social media posted the other day that she had found some very unusual objects under the bed of her daughter. Okay. So it was an empty bottle of lotion, an empty bottle of hand soap, and some containers of food coloring. And so she proposed to the social media audience, what on earth is my daughter doing? So, Melissa, what was her daughter doing? Uh, I'm going to have to go with slime making. (laughs) (laughs) Slime. I have to say that to me, slime is one of the most annoying (laughs) child trends of recent history. Agreed. Agreed. I do have a little bit of a love-hate relationship with it. I try to think about the chemistry lesson behind it, right? When they're like, Uh I need an activator. And I think, oh, look at you, little scientist. (laughs) But when it ends up in my rug and Mm -hmm. my carpet, and they have now wiped me out of shaving cream, Mm -hmm. I'm hacked off. Yes. Yes, we have a little slime-producing industry happening on the block um, (laughs) near us, and... Um, for one, initially I was bothered by the daughters raiding the piggy banks to purchase slime from the neighbors. And um, we have little Ziploc bags and Tupperware containers all over the house yes. filled with slime. Yeah. And not sometimes in our house, it's not small Tupperware containers. No, no. It's like all my Tupperware containers just <laughs> laid out over our countertops. Yes. Ugh. My neighbor, actually, I was teasing her because I think we actually have all of her Tupperware in my house. <laughs> I was actually asking her if she had any Tupperware left because I feel pretty sure I own all of it. Thanks to her daughter selling it to my daughters for like 50 cents a pot. <laughs> I kind of want to, you know. <laughs> and then I keep thinking about like all the stuff that they're using us. Yes. Why do you think it's become such a big deal? Well, and I want to talk about what a big deal it's become because yes. um, one of my nieces, I love her so much. Her love of slime is is immense. <laughs> she she went to a slime convention recently, which it was out in California, and like a million people. Well, maybe not a million, but <laughs> it took up a whole convention center, no and it way. was a whole weekend of slime making. But, and this girl, my daughter, my, my niece, loves slime so much, but she has allergic reactions on her hands. Uh-huh. And so when she makes slime, they become inflamed red. It looks so painful, and yet she doesn't care. She keeps going. And my sweet sister-in-law is like, I need to put the kibosh <laughs> on slime. She's tried boundaries. She's tried saying there's no slime in the house, only in the garage. When your hands get red, you have to take a break. I mean, it is an ordeal. Oh so my, my thoughts go out to any moms out there who are battling slime <laughs> and trying to find some healthy boundaries for their kids. Because they love it. Yeah. I wonder what it is. Right. Like, I, I know that we have discussed before 
that thanks to YouTube, I believe, or um, other media platforms, we now have this word satisfying. Yes, that's (laughs) what my daughter will say. It's so satisfying to feel it. (laughs) It has made its rounds through the children because I think that there is somebody out there who must be saying it a lot while they're making slides. Right. (laughs) But I wonder why it is that they have to keep doing it. You know, why is not just making one pot of slime enough and you can just play with that slime and just be done with it? Right, right. Like, why 50? It is an ongoing... (laughs) And there are so many different types of slime to be made Mm -hmm. and colors and these little things you can put in them. Mm -hmm. But you're right. It It is odd that they... Well, and maybe it's just that they the act of creating is, I, yeah. is stimulating, and they want to try again to make it a little different. But they all seem to end up pretty much the same. To yeah. Me. <laughs> well, and I guess I guess I can get the whole color thing. You know that maybe certain colors are more exciting, or the challenge of creating the color. I have tried to soothe myself with the idea that it is chemistry in action. Right. Right. It is. It, <laughs> it is until that chemistry has been left on my couch to yes. soak in. Yes, and dried into. Because, right. of course, we have the return of the shag rug in the daily house. <laughs> and there is no arch enemy to slime more than the shag rug. Or I guess vice versa. The, the, the slime right. is the arch enemy of the shag rug. <laughs> you know, and with the slime, I have equally equal hatred for the putty. Yes. The thinking putty, I don't even allow it in my house now yes. because bits of it show up everywhere, everywhere. Yes. So we, and it's a popular gift. So it I feel is. real bad being like, mm, nope, outside only. <laughs> yeah. And then it gets ruined because, yeah. you know, the dirt. And, right. yeah. I know we had, um, I had bought, I had a client once who was really into the putty and it was my introduction to the putty and we had watched a YouTube video because, you know, sometimes you'll do that when you're trying to establish rapport with a kiddo. <laughs> um, that was the magnetic slime oh, or putty. Yeah. And so, um, it, it looked pretty amazing. I have to admit on YouTube. So I actually went ahead and bought some because I figured it would be a good thing to have. And then um, I think we had it for a day, and it got left in the back seat of my husband's car, spread across the leather seats, no, and absorbed by every bit of stitching. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I think he's still a little angry with me. so disappointing. (laughs) It is. I mean, we have now, I've created a rule that kitchen table only, Mm -hmm. they are not even allowed to sit on the chairs while they make it because we have some cloth chairs. I have put down... Um, I will put like an empty garbage bag over the chair if they want to sit. That and outside only because Mm -hmm. I cannot, I can't do it anymore. I'm Mm -mm. so tired of being mad Um, and blankets being ruined. Yes. Oh, we have lost so many cozy blankets because they want to play (laughs) with the slime. They want to be cozy with their slime. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But I do think with these type of toys, we need rules about them yes yes and so it made me start thinking about the idea of like what other annoying toys have existed can I share a funny story here about annoying toys yes so um I don't know why this is but I don't think my family's unique in the sense that my aunt and my mother had a bit of a war going on for a few years where when they first started having grandchildren it was the um uh, each year they would each try to give the other grandchildren 
the most annoying gift possible <laughs> just to ruin the sanity of the other. So my mom would send my cousin's children things like Furbies. Oh my gosh. Loud, awful toys that would be going all Christmas morning just to get under my aunt's skin. And they would laugh about it. It was a healthy, funny competition. Yeah. yeah. But I think we all, like, we know we're given annoying gifts, and I don't know why we're doing that. I know. it's. <laughs> I can never forget. Um, my oldest was two, probably. And one of his uncles, who did not have children, gave him this giant ride-on Hummer <laughs> That so, and we we lived in an eleven hundred square foot house, and so it was this giant ride on Hummer that had a working horn. Oh no! And a revving engine. Oh my gosh! And no volume control. And I will never forget um, him ramming that thing into every doorway honking that horn and all we kept thinking was we just can't wait until this uncle becomes a dad yes so that we can find something that is as equally annoying paybacks yes <laughs> to uh to, okay did, did he have kids he did and our payback was the um the squeaky shoes that whenever they step squeak oh, do you yes. remember yes <laughs> Squeak, squeak, squeak everywhere. Except for it seemed really funny in the moment, but then it was every family event. Like, I mean, I know that they had to live this day in and day out, but we had to live every family event hearing their child run everywhere with the squeaking shoes. Hilarious. Oh, my gosh. I think I want to know for your kids, what was the most annoying toy you had when they were growing up? Okay, so I would say it was not the Tickle Me Elmo, but it was a dancing Elmo that sang a song. And if you even slightly walked past it, just a, a, a tiny little like whiff of somebody going past it, yes, it would giggle. Uh, and I guess that was maybe it was I don't remember. There were a the few versions me. of the tickle. Okay, because mm-hmm. because I it would giggle and it would just catch you totally off guard. Like you would be alone in the house, kids at daycare. You happen to just you know walk through a room and all of a sudden, Elmo's maniacal laugh. Oh my gosh, <laughs> terrifying! <laughs> what about you, Melissa? What was the worst one? So hands down, it is this. Um, ball popper and the actual name is the it's the play school explore and grow busy ball popper and you would turn it on um and it is like carnival circus music at Mm -hmm. full blast Uh and then this air blower that shoots up these balls and then the kid is supposed to like put him back in and it goes through these tubes and shoots him up it to me is like terrifying Pennywise the Clown type <laughs> music and terrified my daughter. So yeah. we would turn this on and you could hear it through the whole house. <laughs> she would start shrieking and freaking out. But any other kid that came over to play was drawn to it and would always turn it on. And still to this day, I can I can hear that music. It just sends <laughs> shivers up my spine. I couldn't stand it. It's so funny that you mentioned that one because I worked in the nursery at our church for one-year-olds, and we had that toy in the nursery. And I will tell you that, hands down, when a one-year-old was going through separation anxiety, I would throw that kid on my hip 
<laughs> I would walk to the ball popper and I would initiate the ball popper. <laughs> and it was the one thing that would mesmerize them for the most part. Admittedly, it would sometimes go really awry because it might scare them. But the ones who weren't scared by it would get really mesmerized by it. And then it was like, parents? What parents? I've got a ball popper. <laughs> So it works, which is the problem. Some of these toys work for kids and they don't work for parents. No. And so I was, when I was thinking about like really annoying toys, I happened to Google it and a website called Geek Mom actually published their list of the 10 most annoying toys of all time. And I have to say, I, I think I might agree with some of them. So the first, the number one most annoying toy, we're not going to do it in reverse order, um, is the Furby. Yes. Did yes. you now you said so your aunt or your your mom gave yep. a Furby. Right. So this was popular. The, I missed the window on Furby. I'm too old to have had a Furby and I'm too young to have given one to my children. Yes. So my sister who is 10 years older than me and is now 50, um her daughter got a Furby when she was little. So she was in that prime window for Furbies. So I don't know a ton about them. I just know that you, they talk to you and beg you to come play with them and you have to take care of them. Yeah, I think they like coo. Yeah. There was a newer version of that one, that it, the Hatchimal. Yes. And that thing hatches out of an egg. Yep. It's a... Uh, my kids, I, we actually saw a 25-pack of those at Costco yesterday, um, and my kids were like, we want these. I, we don't, don't even do buy toys anymore. It's like, nope, we're no. not going to play with them anyway. So the second one on the list is the Corn Popper Push Toy by Fisher Price. And here's the thing. That actually was my favorite toy when I was a little girl. Mine too. I loved that toy. And so I actually, we had multiple renditions of that for our children. And it was never annoying to me because I just love that sound so much. Yep. Like it's just fun it, memories. Mean, <laughs> Agreed. The third one on the list um, is the Fisher Price Little People Fun Sounds Farm. And I'm going to say, I we had this too, and I don't remember it being very annoying. I mm-hmm. thought it was, it's not loud, Mm-mm. so there was no, like, startling, you have to play with it to make the sounds go, and so it doesn't, like, call you back. Mm-hmm. So to me, this one, I, 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 I'm not Totally really, workable. Totally workable. <laughs> yeah, and the next one on their list, I have to say, I, I, I don't have a lot of familiarity with, with. It was the Tamagotchi, and yeah. again, I think this is one of those things where we are too young to have dealt with them as parents and too old to have dealt with them as kids. Right. So let's move on to the next one on the list, which I think is another massive annoyance, which is dress up high heels. The worst. (laughs) I think every mom right now, every, every adult should make a pact that they will not give these as gifts. Why? Why are they able to still be sold? We are all old enough to know how bad these things are. That's right. Right. How many sprained ankles and... And um, accidents, injuries, do we have to go through for these to be taken off the market? How many times did you have to try to, like, have a crying, screaming child because you had taken them off of their feet because you actually needed to go out in public and there was no way these slippery plastic shoes were going to function? They can't walk in them? Right. And the clunking noise when you just see them painfully trotting through. (laughs) How fun is that? Zero fun. (laughs) And I remember we had once redone our hardwood floors, and we were we 
a child came over with those shoes, which I still like. I think that's pretty ballsy of a mom to send a child <laughs> with those shoes. But, you know, and, and I guess they didn't want to pick the battle that they, day. <laughs> yeah, they, they probably decided not to, to have that battle. Yeah. But um, the look on Jeff's face when that child tried to walk on our newly redone floors with those oh, horrible clunky shoes. Right. He was like, oh, no, no, no. So then we got to have that battle. <laughs> <laughs> when they arrived at our house. <laughs> and it's funny because even as the girls have gotten older, like their shoes are not now the official, dr- you know, like the, the plasticky ones. Yeah. But we have a very firm rule in the Daily House about no high heels. And um, it is a rule that they actively try to violate every chance they get. And sometimes we still have the rule with their friends no high heels in our house because really? to watch a little girl clunk around again I guess we're probably really sensitive about our hardwood floors but to watch a little girl clunk around your house in huh. high heeled shoes just not happening gotcha so <laughs> high heels are allowed in our house only for the sense because my daughter taps and oh, her funny. there's heels on their tap shoes yes and so um there have been some dress shoes and I'm not talking like stilettos yes. I'm talking like an inch still thick on the backside but yeah. she can walk pretty well in them if yeah. they're like if they have a band around the side and the truth is I love high heels and I wear them most days at work and yes. so I don't I, I it's it's a difference of I really love them and I no, my daughter really likes my shoes too, and so I can't deprive her of some heels. You're training her up, really. That's really funny because I um, one of my gifts to myself when I turned forty was that I was no longer required to wear heels. Oh. Like I will, I have a few that that sneak through because I like them, but I I guess I just have super sensitive feet, so yeah. I never really learned how to walk well in them, and I don't. I'm not a fan, but I do have this one pair that I bought on a whim a long time ago. Like, I think I've had them for 10 years. They were a really fancy pair. And any time my daughters try to dress me for work or anything, they always will pull out the shoes. They love those shoes so much that I actually have hidden them in my office <laughs> so that I don't have to be asked to wear them anymore. <laughs> I love it. I love the perspective, though. Like, it doesn't right. even, it, it didn't even occur to me that it might be a skill to learn <laughs> how to walk in high heels. So it's so, good to know. Not to go off on a high heel tangent, but I love that you decided at the age of 40 you were going to get rid of them. Whereas I decided a long time ago I was finally going to embrace them (laughs) because growing up a very tall girl towering over everybody else, I was always trying to slump and be shorter. And so I never would wear heels even though I really wanted to. So for me, it was like, I'm done. I'm done, Karen, that I'm going to be over six feet with heels. I'm Uh embracing it and I'm doing it. And here they are. So I love how uh, (laughs) female empowerment comes in many different shapes and sizes. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) All right. Back to the annoying toys. (laughs) Um, Any toys with instruments. And Mm -hmm. I agree here, Mm -hmm. especially when they're infants and they're in the back seat and they're holding the cell phones that play 10 different songs. Yeah. I, oh, couldn't stand it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think the thing is, is that... You almost have to imagine, can I hear this song a thousand times a day right. for the rest right. of my life or for what will feel like the rest of your natural life? Right. Um, you know, and is it okay for me to to really just 
be exposed to that over and over again? I think overwhelmingly the answer is no. Right, right. I think volume <laughs> level um, applies here too. Yes. If you can quiet it to be quiet enough for your child to hear it, but not for it to annoy you, I can get more on board with that. But a lot of toys don't have volume control. It's either yes. super duper loud or it's off. Yes. I can remember when toy it was one of those fake cell phones that plays songs had driven us crazy for the last time and um we made the parenting maneuver of hiding it in the trash <laughs> to have it you know be quietly leaving the the daily house um but unfortunately we forgot to take the batteries out oh. so <laughs> as the trash was going out <laughs> <laughs> you were caught red-handed. <laughs> totally caught. <laughs> so just a, a little bit of an insider tip. If you are going to make the toy disappear, take the battery out first. <laughs> so smart. So smart. All right, next on the list is Tickle Me, Tickle Me Elmo, which you brought up. Mm-hmm. It's also fascinating to me that this toy is incredibly annoying. I don't think anybody, even if you think it's cute the first 100 times, it doesn't stay cute. But kids seem to love it. It was like the most popular toy for Christmas, like four years in a row. Yeah. There's something about that interaction. I think that Elmo wants to be hugged. Like, so there's, there's just something like, that's the thing that to think about that's kind of funny is like, it speaks to their brain. Yeah. Even though it completely drives our brains crazy. Right. You know, there's something that really just draws them in. Right. <laughs> weird Which laughter. Which then makes me think like, are we supposed to be okay with these toys? I don't want to be okay no. with these toys. No. <laughs> I, I really, I, I think that there's a lot of good basis to not have to go down that path. And there's other options. Yes. There's other yes. great toys. You don't need these. Now, it's funny because I have seen the really big reaction to these toys, which are going in the complete opposite direction where um, I have a, a, a dear old friend whose daughter attends a certain type of educational system and none of all of the toys have to be made from like natural products. Oh. And um, they have to be um, like if it's a doll, it can't have a face um, because you're wow. trying to draw the imagination oh. out of the child. And, like, so by having everything be really kind of flat, that's going to help them. And okay. actually I've seen reproductions of this a little bit where there are these wooden dolls with, like, crazy yarn hair. Yeah, but they don't yeah. have faces. And the goal is to, like, stimulate imagination. I will tell you that the daily children were not drawn to this at all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like the extreme other end of the spectrum, right? Exactly. (laughs) We are going to eliminate all fun and yet call it a toy, and we'll see how this goes. (laughs) And probably have some good data to back it up as to why it's meaningful. (laughs) I love it. Next on the list is the Leapfrog Hug and Learn Baby Tad Plush. I don't know this toy. Do you? This is another from the one-year-old nursery that I know very well. So I will say the thing about this one, he is not super loud, which was nice. And he's kind of a heavy, huggy toy, and he's an appropriate size. So I will say those toddlers really loved him because he was interactive, but really just slightly so. So I'm a little surprised he made the list because he he was pretty functional. And then right under him... Is your ball popper? It's my ball popper. <laughs> I I feel so validated that it made the list. I have to say because I you know I feel bad and I actually feel like maybe I even gave this as a gift to people after we had it, which I don't know why. Yes. Um. So 
I feel real bad, and I apologize to anybody listening if I sent you an annoying toy. <laughs> so I would say, you know, that that is their list. A couple of things that I think should have made the list. Great. Um, for one, uh, the little rubber band things that make bracelets. So the rainbow loom, mm. and and maybe I, you know, I. I just am really tired of finding tiny rubber bands. And I guess the upside is all three dailies at different times have been obsessed with the rainbow loom. So it's one of those that really kind of hangs for many years. Right. But I am so tired of tiny rubber bands. Yep. I I can understand that because you're right. The rainbow loom comes and goes in our house. It gets heavily used and then not used. And I do love it. And I think it's great. But you're right. The cleanup is, and even when I tell my kids, you got to clean it all up. They never do. Yeah. And no, never. And we find these things everywhere. Yeah. Very annoying. Yeah. Another little toy that I'm going to piggyback on, I've been super annoyed when my kids were little, the Squinkies or the oh. Littlest Pet Shop, like yes. the itty bitty yes. teeny tiny toys. Yes. It's insane trying to keep yes. track of these things and the little balls they stay put in. What is it about itty bitty objects that is so fascinating to kids and yet super annoying because they get lost and all the little pieces everywhere yes. you can't keep track of and then they show up in the worst places. Yeah, my youngest is really obsessed with all of those. There's one that comes in, like it's like a lollipop and they all have these weird names like the Squinkies or the Lollipopsy or whatever that other toy is and um, all of them to me are incredibly disappointing. There's one that was, you would check to see where water was going to come out of it. And it might be one that have wa- that would, water would come out of its mouth. There were others where it would pee. Like, <laughs> I, was, I think that, like, people might be using drugs when they decide yeah. these things. You do have to wonder, like, who creates this? And how can this get passed and then mass produced yeah. to our kids? In a, in a, piggybacking on the tiny doll things. Um, one of the latest trends is very tiny food things. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're so right. Yeah. And, and that is like another making one. making tiny donuts. Yes. yes. Or anything out of sugar paste that's itty bitty. Yes. yes. My girls watched one the other day. And of course, these are all YouTube videos and it shows how much the Daily House needs some parental control here. But um, they watched one the other day where they made mini potato samosas which is like one of our favorite Indian foods and the girls were really fired up that they had to make mini samosas and I was like there is no way this is ever going to happen oh my gosh did they talk you into it no oh heck no (laughs) I do have some limits I may not have limits on YouTube but I do have some limits (laughs) all right so going into YouTube for one second oh yes I'm going to say this is hands down the most annoying thing that has ever come into the Miller house annoying orange what is this? Oh. oh, I don't know this. It's a YouTube personality. Okay. And he's called Annoying Orange. And uh-huh. he plays like Roblox and Minecraft and oh. uh, uh, what's it called? Hello Neighbor. Uh-huh. All of these video games that are super popular. But he does them in, a, he's like an animated orange uh-huh. in the most annoying voice. <laughs> and he says the most annoying things you could imagine. And the kids think he's hilarious. Oh my And gosh. I have had to say... There's no annoying orange. Yes. I occasionally will allow 30 minutes once a week for, like, good behavior, but then I'm hacked off by the end of it (laughs) because he's loud and awful, and so that is by far the worst thing I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, there is one that I think could compete, and um, that is 
the person who makes these little tiny things on YouTube <laughs> um, because she speaks in the highest baby voice oh. in the history of mankind. Ugh. And we, <laughs> Jeff and I both, will come in and the girls will be huddled down. They'll be like, oh, no, you know, because they know how much we can't stand this. <laughs> and it just, it never ceases to amaze us because she is a grown person who right. is making like a lot Millions. of money. <laughs> speaking in baby voice and making tiny things like who thought of this where do we go wrong in our career path that we didn't realize doing something so awful would make you so much money yeah. well, i'm sure there's like there's probably going to be a graduate program somewhere <laughs> ways to be a YouTube, YouTube personalities <laughs> right and and melissa you and i both work with some with adolescents yep. and if you had a nickel for every time an adolescent said Oh, I'm just going to be a YouTube YouTube star. Right? Oh yeah, like that's oh, kind of the hard yeah. part is they're they're working on their craft, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, we hope that this has been a little bit of a fun one today, and hopefully, we have not bruised any feelings. If you really love Tickle Me Elmo or are responsible for why the dailies had Tickle Me Elmo, and you know who I'm talking to, know that we love you. <laughs> And uh, maybe you can give us a any toys that we're missing. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. What else is annoying? This is a hilarious conversation. Share with us on Instagram or on our website. Uh, but especially on Instagram, post your pictures. Let's yes. see what is frustrating you. What don't we know yes. about that has newly come out? Maybe we'll all do hashtag most annoying toy. Love it. And then we can just see what can we capture. Yes. And when giving gifts, be very kind and thoughtful. Think about the parents. Is yes. this going to drive them crazy? <laughs> yeah, I think there could be a rating scale based on volume, ability to turn it off, and um, house destruction. Hours, yeah, house destruction. <laughs> Hours of entertainment, because sometimes you will sacrifice for hours of entertainment. So true. So (laughs) true. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of The Curious Mother. Learn more at www.thecuriousmother.com, where you will find resources related to episode topics. Please join our community and add your voice. Follow us on Instagram at The Curious Mother. Thanks for listening.